At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Ah, how our summers fly by. And that means it is once again time to talk about maybe the most intriguing financial aspect of the preseason, which is the rookie extensions. And uh, with the 2017 CBA, they changed that to where uh, it has to be decided upon by the start of the season. So we're about a month away from this deadline and that means that it's time to bring in our beloved compatriots daniel larue and dan feldman we're going to figure out how much all these guys should get paid how you doing guys good how are you doing well all right well let's get to it here and of course some of these guys have already signed for extensions uh we're also going to talk about a few guys who are second round undrafted types that uh, their teams are going to potentially extend offers to and how did you guys decide to break down the uh, who has what team this year? So, of the players who are going to um, who are going to come up, we are going to alternate in terms of the order they were drafted of the as yet unsigned. So, obviously, we're skipping players like Anthony Edwards. We'll talk about them briefly as we go through the draft order. So, the first unsigned player is James Wiseman. I will have Wiseman. Dan Feldman will have Patrick Williams, and so on and so forth. Oh, man, I don't like this. This gives Feldman a chance for a break after each one to, like... Re- <laughs> oh, I mean, I, origi- I originally proposed to give him... Nerves. I originally proposed to give him the East, and then you guys would have been battling for two straight hours, which would have been fun, but... Oh, it's, most of these are East teams, huh? Yeah, yes. So, I, I guess that makes sense. So, okay, well... Let us uh, begin here. These are players who were in, amazing as it is to say, the 2020 draft. They were drafted this decade, and now they are already going to get extensions. And, of course, a a reminder for everyone how this works. If these sides do not agree, uh, they do not become unrestricted free agents. These players will become restricted free agents next uh, offseason. And, Dan, can you go through and tell us what our projections are for like the maximum contract just so people that these guys could be getting just so people have an understanding of like all right how close is this to the max what would that look like you know for example like the contracts that anthony edwards tyrese halliburton have already gotten that 25 percent max uh, of course they could they have escalators that might happen that probably won't happen for any of these guys but what does that look like Uh, in terms of the the contract structure. So these would be contracts that begin in the 2024-2025 season. And so a five-year max would be worth projected about $206 million, starting at about $35.5 million in the first season. Uh, If they hit those all-NBA triggers and get all the way up to the uh, 30% max, then they're looking at about $247 million over the five years, starting at about $42.6 million. Again, these are all projected. The exact amounts won't be known until next summer. And another interesting aspect uh, of this, Danny, is what's going to happen with the cap because the league's projections seem to be a lot lower than a lot of people think it's going to go up. And then, of course, we agree that it's going to be 10% raises with the new TV deal in all likelihood thereafter. But that could kind of affect things a little bit here, too. 
Yeah, that's an interesting point. I mean, especially for these non-max contracts, you agree to it typically as a number. And so that, you know, relative that that could shift. And this is a year where some are more optimistic that the number could go higher depends on RSNs and a number of different factors. So you could see some of those. And the other part of it that is important context for this for a contract starting in 2425 is there's probably going to be a revenue jump the year following that so that won't be factored into the starting salary and all that but it is factored into the expectations for where the cap is going so you could see some teams sort of like the the Hawks did with DeAndre Hunter last year think of this as before a reckoning. And so maybe they're a little bit more aggressive with extensions because by the time these players are up for restricted free agency and before their contracts are in their second and third years, the league landscape could look different. And so you could see some teams, depending on context, be a little bit more proactive and aggressive than we would normally expect. Let's get started here with number two overall pick, James Wiseman. The number one and number three picks, uh, both have already gotten their full max extensions. Oh, one other thing we should say as well uh, this year is now you can do a five-year deal without it having to be the max. It used to be the only way you could do a five-year deal is the max. But of course, uh, now you can do five years for uh, any amount uh, that you want. So I look forward to some of Dan's uh, five-year minimum uh, contract <laughs> extension offers because four years just wasn't enough for, for that it, it, in previous years but uh james wiseman i you know still have a lot of potential i'm a little bit behind in the growth curve but you did basically trade sadiq bay for me so one would think i'm part of your long-term plans pistons uh, what are you willing to offer so james the fundamental challenge here is that while we do like you we want to see what you can do in the opportunities that we will present for you. And, and our, our intention right now is that you will play significantly. What role that is will depend not only on how you play, but how Jalen Duran plays. And so if you are willing to accept an extension for less than starter money, and we know these numbers are changing, but let's say we will not offer you anything that's stronger than like $13 million a year. If, if that is within the range of something you would consider right now to mitigate some risk, we would talk. But we completely understand if you want to bet on yourself and say, I can do better. We, we hope that you do. And we, with restricted rights, will we'll, we'll pay you for that. So we just wanted to start with that salvo and just say, hey, this is the kind of numbers that we're thinking. If that's not on the table, then we'll just have a, hopefully a pleasant conversation. And maybe you'll make a ton more money in 2024. Well, here's another thing that's part of these negotiations is you might say, oh, well, we, if it doesn't work out, we've always got your restricted rights. In this case, I would say you don't really because you have 50 million in cap space next off season and you're going to want to use some of that money. My cap hold is $36 million. So if you want to keep me on the books as a restricted free agent and do your business, you can't really do that. Like you are going to have to, in all likelihood, let me go unless I'm on the books or something, or we come to an agreement beforehand. So I'm not really that worried about being a restricted free agent. I think that uh, you know, obviously, uh, while I still believe in my potential, I don't expect to be making $36 million next year. So I think that uh, I'm in a, a little bit of a unique situation at this point. And you, you did give up a, a fair amount to get me one of the greatest successes of this uh, regime in Sadiq Bay. So, uh, 
you're talking about 13 million a year. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that is the most. That is the most that we could get to for now. And we totally understand if you want to bet on yourself, and and we understand the the high cap hold and all that. We could theoretically renounce that and still sign you. There there are ways around this if that's if we really want a reunion, and we're hoping that you play well enough that we do. Yeah, you know, again, I still think that I I just haven't been in the right place. I would like to make some more money, but I've made a fair amount in my career. I've made almost $40 million uh, already uh, in my career. Before Break, breaking the wall for a second. That is incredible, by the way. <laughs> uh, so, I but I, I would also like to get some more guaranteed money. I realize there's some risk uh, on my side as well. What if we did something, you know, and, and you you already extended uh, Isaiah Stewart at basically $15 million a year. And there's a team option on, on uh, the fourth year of that. So what if we did something like this? What if we did $15 million a year for two years? You know, a little bit more. Uh, but then I could we could do a team option for that $15 million on a third year. It's an interesting structure. Um, I will give you two theoretical counters you could either one of these would be acceptable to us um so either we drop that 15 million base pay to 14 in part because we want isaiah stewart to be happy you've accomplished a lot less for us than isaiah stewart has so we could do oh but he's a four i'm a five completely but no relationship whatsoever (laughs) or the other option which could be very good for you could end up being more significant is we do a version where it has two team-controlled years. We can't do two team options. That's not allowed within the collective bargaining agreement. But we could do a non-guarantee, and we could even put some early triggers on that. But if we had two protected years there, you're getting above the range that I said that I said we were comfortable with. So if you wanted to do $15 million per, then we basically say we have two years that have team control. And even if we make those decisions, you know, the very even before free agency starts— we get to we get to do that. Yeah, two years uh, is too much. I I think that uh, you know, I, like I, I'm willing to give you the the team control in the last year. Like I realize I haven't produced yet, but I also like the idea of hey, if things go really well, we have the option of declining that and, and working out a, a long term deal uh, or an extension as well. So yeah, I think the four years is too much. Like that part of the reason I wanted to give you that year of the team control on on the last year was to get it at only three years because i think yes i haven't proven that much but i think i might prove enough to where you know i could really get into having a a big contract so yeah not really interested in going uh four years and certainly not with two non-guaranteed years in the end so so i think i think that's that's my final offer that 30 million guaranteed and give you a team option on the end uh aside from that i i think i'm willing I'm willing to just play it out. Yeah, I I just don't think for a year that we could potentially have max cap space that tying up 15 million of that in a player who, you know, uh, we, we think that you can deliver this. We're willing to, you know, go up and over if we have to later on to retain you. So I think I think we're not going to accept that structure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, realistically, if I were if I were James Wiseman's agent for real, I would accept a reasonable amount of guarantee. We never talked about the length for this 13 million, but just kind of knowing what it seems like his attitude is and being the number two overall pick, it just it didn't strike me as like something he would do for like 13 million you know, mid level exception type of money. So I, I I decided to at least hold out for a little bit more little different structure i would be very surprised in real life if this one actually gets there i would also be surprised if it actually happens in real life but uh 
if they are this close in real life, I bet they get a deal. Yeah, in part yeah. in part why I didn't why I didn't take it was that I didn't I didn't think that they would come to a deal that looked quite like this. Like that it, it's a little bit too proactive for both sides. Um, but it is it, that that kind of structure of a non guarantee or team option over a year or two, like the one that I proposed and the one that you proposed. I think that would be the most likely path to get a deal should one be theoretically possible. Who's up next here, Patrick? As you said number oh. number three pick Lamelo Ball uh, already agreed to extension. So our number four pick Patrick Williams with the Chicago Bulls. We've obviously believed in you, uh, picking you so high. It was unconventional. We've empowered you. We've given you minutes. We want to continue to develop you. We like how you've progressed enough. Uh, we are willing to offer you five years, $90 million with a team option. So how much of that is guaranteed then? Uh, so the first four years would be guaranteed. So, uh, yeah, round, round about 72 million, four years, 72 million guarantees kind of about where we're at. If you, I, I guess you're going to, you would want to start me as low as possible on that. Right. So it'd be a little less than that. I can get you that number shortly. Yeah. No, that's, a, that's, uh, but you get the idea. Hmm. So pretty young still. I mean, five years from now, or four, or four years from now. You know, so so for a we haven't done our projections yet, uh, all that far off. But it's with the cap going up ten percent per year, outstripping this. You know, you're going to be looking at max salaries, or you know, or in like the fifty million dollar range by the end of this deal for the tw- just the twenty five percent max, even a two hundred million dollar cap. You know, I mean, the cap is going to be going up essentially fifteen million dollars every year. So that that's a good way of thinking about this. So you know, how long does that take to get to a two hundred million dollar cap? Like we're probably there by year four or so of this deal. So that's that's tough to lock in for that. That long at money that is like not not the most amazing um but that's also 72 million dollars and uh that would be a lot when i made that is still life-changing money so it's, it is 69 70 million right in between there okay fair um yeah i'm trying to think about what the the best way to respond to this is because i i think if there weren't that fifth year with the non-guarantee on the end, I think we actually, you know, I was thinking DeAndre Hunter type of money. Oh, yeah, that's going to come up a lot. Don't worry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be bringing up Isaiah Stewart. Uh, well, he's a center, so so it doesn't it doesn't really matter. He's he's he, that's a, it's not a, it's apples and oranges in terms of, <laughs> in terms of position. Um, yeah, and Bulls, you know, you're. I mean, I guess I'm kind of penciled in still as the, the starting power forward for a while here. Yeah, we always uh, start the year with you starting at power forward. (laughs) So I acknowledge that, you know, even DeAndre Hunter had probably accomplished a little bit more than me uh, at that point. And it is also a little bit older. So, I would do, and you know, I think Keldon Johnson is another uh, interesting analog. Again, noting that that was a year earlier, and we're talking about every year, pretty much the cap we think is going to be going up fifteen million, if not more. We also that, talk about it. Oh, sorry, we also talk about a better player in Keldon Johnson too. Uh, <laughs> Just need to point that out. Okay, is that really what Chicago Bulls management be saying? <laughs> the kings, the kings of doubling down on even the most mild of their own successes. Um, Imagine if you were success, how much you'd get paid. So I'd be willing to do just four for 85 all guaranteed. It sounds to me like 
you you kind of changed directions. It sounds to me like you were saying you'd kind of be open to five for 90 without the team option. So what if we just did a partial guarantee in that last year? Well, wouldn't that then be that that's still not five for 90? Um, correct. Correct. Well, I'm saying I was trying to meet in the, yeah, what yeah, if, I mean, the, the more I think about it. I just that that fifth year is just uh, I, I'm not I don't want to do the fifth year unless we're at a number where I feel very comfortable with it. And, and this is not that number. So, so I think, you know, four for 85 is uh, my counter offer. So I'm really only interested in doing a four year deal. So, I mean, we value that fifth year. We drafted you young. We, you know, we, we understood you are in some ways a project. We, we drafted you higher than it seemed like most people would have, um, knowing that it could take some time. That's why we're willing to pay you so much. I mean, this is obviously like way more than what you've produced so far. Uh, but we, you know, we see your age, we see your tools just as we did when we drafted you. What, what if we just did the five for 90 and we'll take out the team option? Without the team option? Yeah. No, I mean, you're going to have to get to over $20 million a year if you want five years. All, all guaranteed. That's, I mean, that, that fifth year is just, that's a, I mean, this has added a new complication for us just in general here. That's going to be a big sticking point. For me, that that fifth year. So, and and we haven't seen. Uh, I mean, Desmond Bain was almost exactly at the max. We, this would be a first here of someone going for a five-year deal at so much less than the max. I we're not. I mean, Kenneth Three did it. What did you say? Kenneth Three did it briefly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, even he I, was getting a pretty good beta. So uh, I, I I understand to some degree your concerns about the fifth year. You could be worth much more than that. You could be worth far less than that, too. Right. We need to acknowledge that it, it's not like you are locking into a low salary in the fifth year. You're locking into a salary that might be fair, might be high, might be low. That's what part of what I think makes it fair. What, what if we bumped that up another million a year? What if we did five years, 95 million without the option? All right. Can I get some incentives to win the press conference and say that it's over a hundred million? So like a million a year based on, let's see, we want to do for you. uh, We're probably going to want to tie this to. Uh, How about just a a playoff playoff bonus? Conference finals. The Bulls, the Bulls are chasing the eighth seed, right? That's all that really matters to them. Conference finals. Then you win the press conference, do a a million a year for reaching the conference finals. Or how about, we'll split it up, 500,000 for the second round, 500,000 for the conference finals. You know, Dan, sometimes your negotiating just makes me want to just like go harder and go the opposite direction. So I want to be like, no, actually, no, fuck it. A hundred million guaranteed. Um, yeah, let, let's just stair step it based on first round, you know, the 333K first round, second round conference finals. Fine. What do you think, Pianca? Are we? This is, this is fascinating. This fifth year is like a total monkey wrench in these negotiations. I, I think. That fifth year, you know, it, because Patrick Williams is so young and he plays a position of value, I think that fifth year gives a lot of value to the Bulls, which is funny because I, I was a huge Patrick Williams fan when he was a prospect, but I've, I've moved off of that standing, you know, a little bit with how, how, how things have gone. And yeah, this does create a real, a real wrinkle in everything because yeah, I mean, the, the cap could be at an astonishing number at that at that juncture. And I mean, you sometimes one of the ways we think about this is as a proportion of the cap and as a proportion of the cap, this is would look very, would look very team friendly. But 
for Williams, he has made a fair amount of money in his career, not quite as much as James Wiseman. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, so I did some preliminary stuff on like, well, what if the cap goes, goes up 10% every year after this year? And just to give people an idea of what that could look like. We're looking at, you know, so in 28, 29, that could be a cap of over like, like $208 million. And so like this salary would look like an absolute bargain at that point. So it is a real, a real challenge to, to navigate. But I also think that one of the realistic things about your negotiation is how these sides, like, yeah, that's a big number, but this is still significant money for Patrick Williams. So I, I think that you did a good job. I wonder how agents are the voice that's going to be in these players' heads themselves and agents versus teams that I think might have a clear idea with their modeling and all that of what the cap is going to look like. All right. Well, we did get a deal done. Uh, at least this seems like one that will get done, I think, uh, as well. Uh, and maybe with some more incentives uh, than we saw. But, you know, there's only so much uh, of uh, the airways we can devote. To, to that discussion at bet365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every goal every game every point every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bet365 21 plus only must be present in virginia if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply Who's up next here? Isaac Coro, fifth pick um, on the Cleveland Cavaliers. I am representing the Cleveland Cavaliers in this. And Isaac, we believe in you. We think that you have a that you have a pathway to being on this team. And unlike the pressure that you've ex- that that some of the other teams are facing with cap space, we in Cleveland are not are not necessarily concerned with that. We have we have our financial obligations already locked in. So from that perspective, waiting to free restrict free agency is not that big a deal for us. Like we, we're happy to do that if that's if that's what it takes if we can't come to agreed upon terms we look at the idea like we're not willing to give you clear-cut starter money right now because we're not sure that you're going to be started we brought in two different players this offseason that could potentially be starters or closers for us and we hope that you earn the job we hope that it becomes your spot but we aren't sure of that and so we're not going to give you money like we are sure of it so we were thinking with considering the cap going up and everything 14 14 million a year for um for three years or four years, whichever of those you prefer, if you'd want to hit the unrestricted market earlier, we completely understand. If you want the security, we completely understand. If you can give me three years, 45 million, you got a deal. So three for 45. Um, we're walking you through that with our books. That's that's we'll say it's roughly 15 million for next year. That would put us narrowly over the tax for next year based on the current projections, but not very much. And if we if we backloaded it and then Mitchell does everything else, can we put Okay, well, I'll give you a choice. We can either make that make that fourteen million, make that fourteen million a year, or put a very light, like half guarantee on the last year that triggers if you play, let's say, sixty games a year. So not not a very high bar, sixty games a year for the first two years. Uh well, so you were you were actually willing to just offer me four years. <laughs> so so I don't know, mm-hmm. like the the partial guarantee of the fourth year is actually worse <laughs> than your initial the partial offer. guarantee. So, so that doesn't guarantee on the th- well, but it's a higher it's a higher annual salary. Oh, is it? Okay, actually, I thought no, you were. We'll just we'll just take we'll yeah. take the straight fifteen. That's fine. Three three for forty five. There's not that huge. That's not that huge an outlay for us. Oh man, I'm laughing all the way to the bank on this one. I don't know, I'm sure longtime listeners could probably tell. I, like Isaac Kakoro. I mean, that's 
Like, I, I think, like, a decent analog for him might be Matisse Thibel and making... I mean, I mean, I do... Maybe there's it's realistic, Danny, because he was the fifth overall pick, but they kind of brought Max right. Struess in to play above him. They brought in Karis LeVert. Uh, they, it, he hasn't been able to play it in the playoffs, really. Uh, I mean, maybe he can advance a little bit, but I, I'm like, man, if I can get much guaranteed money, I, I'm going to take... I mean, Thibel got three for 33, and that's as a restricted free agent getting an offer sheet. Like, I mean, Matisse Thibel, to me, maybe he's not quite... Okoro's not quite as bad as him on offense, but Thibel is way better than him on defense. So I, I'm... I'm happy to get 15 million. I'm ecstatic as as Isaac Okoro to get that. Dan? Yeah, I mean, I I agree with your your assessment of Okoro. I I know the Cavs are higher on him. They like his work ethic. They drafted him high. Um, I think this might be a little higher than he would get, but I don't think it's way out of bounds considering how much I think the Cavs seem to like him, even with signing Struess. And and this is, just as a point of reference, this is less money for 24-25 than Karis LeVert is making. And what my threshold for, for this for the Cavs was basically, I wouldn't do anything that would put us in real jeopardy of like long-term luxury tax situations. And I think this is largely clear. There could be an issue once Mobley gets his money, assuming Donovan Mitchell is still around. But like, it's not it's not too bad. And and like part of it, you know, we, we always run this game of like, is it me as Kobe Altman or is it me pretending to be Kobe Altman? And for those two, like, I, I think that they, they invested in Coro and even if he's been less than what they thought he was, he still has been a player that they've given chances to. So 15 million a year. I mean, we talked a little bit about where the, where the money is going. Like, that's going to be less than the mid-level varies. Uh, and yeah, and he's probably, <laughs> he's a lot worse than a player you get for the mid-level, at least at this point. Fair um, enough. But, you know, I mean, we've seen guys like this emerge. But we've also seen guys like this just completely fall out of things as well. Now, I will say this. Isaac Okoro is maybe the most consistent player in the NBA. He's averaged exactly 10.7 points for 36 minutes in each of the three seasons of his career. That's wow. incredible. <laughs> uh okay six overall pick and yaka kongu yeah hawks here um so we're gonna look to this isaiah stewart extension as a baseline it's uh four years 60 to 64 million dollars with a team option you are a center uh just like isaiah stewart um we think you're a little better than him, uh, so we're willing to go slightly higher. But we are using that as our baseline, uh, and so we would do we would do five years, eighty five million. Yeah, again, the fifth year probably going to be a, a sticking point. Uh, you know, I'm looking more at Jakob Pertl getting nineteen five with a, a player option. And again, that's kicking in a year earlier than this would, so a higher cap. And also, I think you know, so if Jakob Pertl can go into that situation uh, i think i can have a year like that i think clint capella has fallen off i could be the clear-cut starter by the end of this year i'm certainly the clear-cut starter in the future also quite frankly i know your financial situation you probably are gonna have to move clint capella and so i think that gives me some pretty good leverage and it's important for you guys to lock in some cost control for next year given your tax situation and also just to, to have a good player going forward so again i'm not willing to be that first guy who's going to go five years at you know half of the max which is basically kind of about what this is even less than that uh and well, good, five good years patrick williams already did it well we don't know that <laughs> i thought said, that one leaked yeah but but he also got a deal that i think you know that's like 100 million dollars i i've done a lot more than patrick williams so far in my group and effective in, in the playoffs and i think have performed at uh have a low-end starter level at the center position so uh i mean five for 85 i mean that's less than uh oh yeah i guess that's about exactly what uh 
Stuart, Stuart's game. Maybe a little bit about that. Yeah, as you said. Um, I realized 20 million a year is probably not realistic, but I think four for 72 is probably my floor. So, I mean, you you bring up that you're a low-end starting center. That sounds to me a lot like Isaiah Stewart. And and we offered you more. Oh, no, he's, he's a power a, forward. It doesn't apply. He's Oh, so he's more <laughs> valuable. Okay. <laughs> He's getting fifteen million a year. We're offering you seventeen. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart, saying, Stewart took a bad deal. He, he, he'll take that deal in like you know, July second or whatever. I mean, it wasn't actually that. It was when it was like late July or something for that. No, like that's we're, that, that's what Kelton Johnson did last year. He got a terrible deal too. We're not that. That's uh, that's an outlier. Or I'm not letting you negotiate off of that. So what I wouldn't say to you, but we'll say is, yeah, you are probably our center of the future. Yeah, we probably are going to trade Clint Capella. But if we sign you to an extension. One, that hurts our leverage in a Capella trade because everybody knows we're going to have to clear salary because everybody knows we're not going to pay the luxury tax. And two, uh, it's possible on the right offer we would trade you instead. Uh, Again, our our plan is to move Capella and make you the the center, but I don't know. It'd be nice to have the optionality. If we give you an extension, we basically take that away and hurt our, again, hurt our leverage trading Capella. So you're saying you want 18 million a year. We're offering you 17. It seems like we're close. I think we're going to find something. Well, the fifth, the fifth year, I'm not interested. The in. fifth year, yeah. Um, but again, we, we we would like the the certainty. It, I'll put it this way: like, what if the, we did the way that you're going to get it, the only way you're getting a fifth year is if it's going to feel like a big overplay in the early overpay in the early years. That's the only way. That's going to be my philosophy for all these, and particularly for this. You could argue this is, but I I, I understand. Um, I'm thinking aloud here. I don't. What would you think of five for eighty five? Or mm, what would you think? I'm just i'm not sure i would do this what would you think of five for 85 with the player option so yeah that's that's interesting so that's basically uh that's uh, how much a year is that i'm so used to dividing by four not this dividing by five right. thing it's a, so difficult so that's 17 million a year, right yeah and so that, but that with would the be, player uh, option. about a little over 19 million dollars on that player option and so that would pay over the first four years uh about 66 million yeah so that's with 8.5 percent annual raises eight percent or eight percent yeah i don't know why i said 8.5 percent um yeah okay i'll do that what I was going to say before the math lesson was, I, I think, like I said, I was thinking aloud, and I, I promise I was going to say this. I wasn't waiting for you to say you were going to do it. I think if we're giving you the player option, we got to lower that slightly. So we would do five for 80 with the player option. Wait, you offered me a player option for 85 billion over five years. No, I did. I said, I, I said, I don't know if I'd do this for the sake of the audience. I just want to think aloud rather than keep thinking about it silently for another minute. And also, I just noticed my computer was about to die because I never actually plugged it in. So I'm trying to scram to plug it in. You're doing math. You're dividing <laughs> Going out eight and a half percent, five years, eighty million with the player option. It lets you is get this, back is out. This, early. Is this the kind of operation you're running, Landry? <laughs> yeah. Nick Wrestler's name will be black in this league forever. <laughs> uh, yeah, what a, it's. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to divide by five again <laughs> yeah no i i that one i got it 16 million a year okay um okay. yeah no nah, that's that's not enough so we'll meet in the middle and i'll round up to 83 all right and, and uh, the usual incentive structure of like semi-attainable up to ridiculously non-attainable to get up to like 90 million we can start with second round of the playoffs if you want since this is the hawks to go from 83 to 90 well yeah but it's like you know th- that's just the first the first like million or so of it or, or 
or you know 250,000 a year is second round and then it stair steps up from there to conference finals finals champion type of shit i mean i could do that to 85 to 90 you'd be happy to pay it if you make the nba finals or win a championship i would have met so it's for making the finals to winning a championship okay but a little a little bit for the second round <laughs> that's what i just said i'm not like know, i'm not like changing change. oh oh you don't like well, it then- when people change up something that they just said and i didn't even change up <laughs> you changed the emphasis for sure so we're doing five five for 83 why don't we just do it to 88 why don't we do five million a million a year of those types of incentives you just said fine okay yeesh i you know it, it, getting to that four plus one i think makes some sense i was surprised dan dan is the one who proposed it because yeah i, it was I was gonna I say thought of when you were when you were talking about it i'm like oh that could be a way to potentially bridge to bridge this gap and for a kong Wu, like i to me i i do like kong Wu more than more than some but as these kind of years tack on and he's still a fairly young man like did i think that this deal will look better and better like that's kind of one of the legacies and it's so funny because i you know you could say the same optimist would say the same about deandre hunter his teammate i do not um but i i think this is reasonable i mean have, given our payroll structure i'm putting a little more emphasis on we're willing to do the player option to keep the the salary just a little bit lower than it could have been otherwise yeah that, that's actually maybe that's realistic that they're kind of just like hey we're in this huge crunch now so keep it lower now and get get the player option that's kind of kind of the way they went with og and anobi uh although that player option kind of killing them right now um <laughs> Yeah, but that's yeah. like five years from now, Hawks problem. So okay, uh, Killian Hayes, number seven overall pick, uh, and uh, well, Killian, <laughs> we we are we are interested in potentially. You know, like we're obviously keeping you on the roster for this year. We have this is Danny's greatest that. role playing uh, <laughs> playing ever. If he's if he has to put himself in the shoes of Troy Weaver rather than himself for this one, why is it Killian Hayes are on the same? team uh also by the way this is a, a, a interesting set that uh earmuffs danny uh james wiseman and killian hayes both are tied for the worst bpm career of negative 4.2 of any player in the first round of the 2020 nba draft oh boy um well that doesn't really affect the nature of where we're good what we were going to say killian because it was along those lines anyway which is as a practical consideration we don't see deals happen in the realm that we would consider offering because you know it's we'd be offering you fourth guard money because trans an extension transfers risk from player to team and we haven't yet seen it we are you know your cap hold is very high your qualifying offer is actually very high too it's almost almost 10 million depending on how the starter criteria and all that ends up happening so there is a theoretical path but i wanted you to know that the only thing would be like we're talking like fourth guard money and those kind of deals don't really happen what if i promise to work really hard on my right hand no I'll, when we <laughs> when we see it we'll pay for it yeah i mean this is this is tough. what do you consider fourth guard money to be I was thinking, so the biannual exception is, um, that's about 4.7. So something in the five mil a year. We've just, to my knowledge, we've never seen a rookie scale extension at that kind of number. We've, we've negotiated before in this. Uh, there, there have been a couple, uh, when I did the Nasir Little research. Oh, that's, but that was like, wasn't that like 8 million or something? Uh, so before there, there was one before that, a couple before that, that were low. Quincy Pondexter was there. And then, oh, yeah. Uh, 
um, who was the other one? Evan Eshbach? It was uh, Rinal- that- Ronaldo Balkman. Oh, Ronaldo Balkman, that's right. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree it wouldn't happen, but I mean, if I were running things like Nate Duncan, I would take like a three-year deal at like five or six million dollars a year because he said they just brought in Monte Morris. They got Jaden Ivey, who's kind of in front of him as well. Uh, they got Cade. Like, that's, there's just, there's, they got Alec Burks. Like, there's, he's not going to play this year. And it's just hard to see how his situation is going to be improved. Like, he's, he's going to be looking at very low money, I would think, next year, unless he really, you know, something surprising happens. Um, okay. Number eight overall pick, Obi Toppin just got traded for a couple of seconds to the Indiana Pacers. So I, I just want to confirm, Nate, you are not taking the $5 million a year offer. Uh, I, was, no. I, I don't think it was ever formally given or accepted. No. It was just no. like it that just, was the it, range. It just wouldn't range. happen. And but I just for the record, as I would be worried, I I see him as like struggling to get a minimum next year. So I yeah. like and and, me, and, I like and, and as you guys know, that was more Danny Weaver than Danny LaRue. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Obi Toppin, number eight overall pick. Yes, uh, Pacers here. Uh, we obviously like you, um, but we're also not sure you're our power forward of the future. You're basically one of two candidates. We don't want to get locked in. And it's paying you like that. Um, I hear there's a power forward out there who already signed an extension to use as a baseline. It's Isaiah Stewart, uh, four years, uh, $60 million with a with a team option. And uh, we think we would, you know, based on what you've accomplished so far, we think we would do slightly less than than that um are you know not much less but uh slightly less are we in the ballpark yeah i think it's worth talking you know i kind of had pj washington as an analog having just signed uh for three years basically 16 million a year i, I do think in my circumstance a, a three-year deal would probably be more what i'd be looking for like a straight three-year deal because uh, i really have produced offensively when i've gotten on the court and certainly it's no crime i've been stuck behind an all nba player that's not my fault uh and you know when i've had the chance to, to be out there i've been good my three-point shooting is improving so why don't you uh, can, can you make me a, a formal offer pistons or sorry pacers uh yeah pj washington's an interesting comparison we can definitely see you reaching that level um we can also acknowledge that you have not produced at the level over consistent playing time like he has but but we i think that's kind of an interesting comparison um um, and we also are open to this this three year structure. We think that makes some sense. So what if we did? What if we did three years, forty eight million? Yeah, so that's exactly what PJ just got. I, I would take that. Okay. Yeah, I think this is this is fair for both sides. Like if it, if Obi blows up, he's getting back on the market at you know twenty eight because he's a little older right now. This is going into his age twenty five season. And for the Pacers, you know, Toppin, you you keep him around while Jarris Walker is also on a rookie scale contract. And then if it gets to the point where Jarris Walker needs a big money extension, uh, the Pacers aren't locked in uh, on Toppin. And three years is long enough that you can still extend it. So I, I think this is this is a pretty reasonable deal uh, for both sides um yeah i think that's and and you're not you don't have as much of the problem then when you're going out five years of like oh man the cap is just gonna like obliterate this and as we get lower into the draft here too these guys haven't made as much money so securing that that bag of uh 40 48 million is uh definitely important and does does leon rose does he get a commission on this or <laughs> he's, he's obi's agent right like uh caa uh we, we all good here okay 
And it would just as a quick note, it would be fascinating to see how a top end agreement would theoretically affect their decision making with Bruce Brown. And remember that interesting structure of his contract. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I and mean, Pacers cap space next year, you know, not massive. Honestly, they did a lot of stuff, so uh, they're not really in a, a, a huge circumstance. Like they, I guess it depends on Bruce Brown. If they wanted to move on from him, they could get up to max space. But you know, and, and TJ McConnell. So yeah, they actually could get a, a lot higher. But yeah, I don't think Obi Toppin at four. 14 million next year is like going to mess them up too bad right he's no i, he's, I think he can play. i think it's like, a good deal yeah, yeah i mean i, do, I mean, do we're think we're going to be yeah. this is going to be backup money real soon yeah yeah i mean this is kind of guy he's like produce you know kind of at a starter level at times uh you know at least in the uh the numbers that still appear to get you paid some um so yeah it's good it's gonna be fast and he's a good fit there too they, they traded for him to try to get him uh all right so uh, to because he, he fits in with their group at bet 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every basket every game every point every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bet 365 21 plus only must be present in virginia if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply Number nine overall pick, Denny Avdia. Wizards here. We have a new regime in place, uh, one that didn't that did not take you in the lottery, that didn't take you with the ninth overall pick. Um, but we still appreciate theoretically what you can be. We wish that the development curve was more of a curve than a flattish line because your first year you played we started roughly half your games and you made thirty-two percent of your threes, and last year you started roughly half your games and you made thirty percent of your threes. Kind of wish that would be a little bit different. But we think that and, and we so we we're not committing to starter money for you because we don't know that you're a starter right now, much less in the future, though we are still intrigued. We were thinking something in the line of $10 million a year, if that would be acceptable. If it's not, then we'll play the game because we could potentially have max cap space next summer. Now, if I'm Denny Avdia, I'm thinking like, Obi Toppin, Patrick Williams, like, how are these guys better than me? Like, I play more than these guys, uh, and I'm better on defense than either of these guys, and like, uh, you know, Patrick Williams, he really better on offense uh, than I am. Like, why am I not in that range uh but you know that that is interesting that that it's telling me and this is one though where washington's books are so open like they're not really scared of like some huge offer sheet um exactly so i i mean if that if that's your opening offer i don't think we have anything further to discuss uh, at this point i think i'll play the year out i'm gonna play a lot and i uh, i think in this case i'm gonna bet on myself that's too low of an offer to really think about too much i'll I'll lay out from the wizard standpoint it was the idea of like how how much do we want to shift shape the shape the contours of our 24 off season early and like with obvia they'll have match rights if he has a really good season then they can just match like my idea was i would only take you right now on a screaming deal and i consider you know 10 11 million a screaming deal yeah and this now as we're getting this far down in the draft we've got guys who haven't even made 20 million so far in their career and that's it's a little bit different of a situation so so that the the half wise <laughs> number 10 overall pick Jalen Smith no longer on rookie scale contract. Number eleven pick Devin Vassell for the Spurs. Ooh, hello! I'll, t- I'll tell you who I'm not. I'll tell you who I'm not. Spurs, not you Kelvin are Kelvin Johnson. Johnson. You are Kelvin Johnson. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm way better well, yeah, than we, him and way smarter, I would say, too. As a basketball player, maybe overall. But let's just, yeah. Well, I, I don't uh, know about yeah, it we, as a basketball player, but as a negotiator, I would like to think so. Ah, oh, as a negotiator. Okay. Well, look at a good young player. We recognize that. We also have a good track record of paying players as they're coming off injury. You missed a lot of games last year uh, that would phase other yeah. teams. And, and, do you, know, you remember how you guys got the number one overall pick, too? wonder if that had anything to do with me missing a lot of those games. But continue. I mean, I, are you saying you weren't actually hurt? Are you suggesting malfeasance? No, of course not. Listen, I think you recognize that some teams would be afraid to pay you in this position coming off injury. But we've shown over and over that we reward players who are loyal to our system. And so we want to make a strong offer. Five years, $110 million. Oh, yeah. No, that's not even close. That's not even close. Not even close. No, no, absolutely not. Like, I, I think I'm like, a better, like, look at like a Cam Johnson. Uh, I'm way younger than him starting to shoot the ball pretty well assists really went up last year and hey i actually have some two-way ability uh, at this position like i mean i'm if you look through the spurs prospects behind victor i'm probably your second most important guy in your pipe right uh yeah probably so what, what did cam johnson get cam johnson got he got like what almost four, 24 million a year plus incentive i mean i i'm like i'm We're i think i'm better 22 okay. and you're look, look at what close look at what rj barrett got like i'm better than rj barrett we can't use rj barrett barrett as all these cops i'm telling you right now right or or like i'm better than jordan Poole. i'm better than tyler hero right i mean like okay i don't like put up scoring numbers but people who actually know what wins basketball games know that that's not important like having great two-way play on the wing being able to force turnovers shoot the ball pretty well fit into a lot of different lineups uh, but also you know be a secondary or tertiary score i've gotten better every year as well so uh yeah i mean i, 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 I'm, think, th- I think these things are true i also think that it's hard to be valued the way you want when you're coming off an injury riddled year well but i came back and was fine like i got the yeah, surgery like, i came back and i was fine sure like it, it's There's not like also, i didn't finish the year and now it's like no one even knows true. how i am i demon that's why i came back i demonstrated that uh i was uh, capable of playing the same way so you you mentioned cam johnson he's making almost 24 a year so children faith will do 24 a year for five years that's 120 million dollars if you want the five years, you're going to have to get to like 27 and a half. For, if Ooh. it's four years, I'll take less. I, would you take 24 million a year for four years? 25. That'd be 96. 25. For, so the, the even 100 million. Draymond Green knows that's the most important thing is just getting to that round number of 100 million. And and you said what would it take for five years? You said 27 and a half? Yeah. So next year, three and a half million to get that fourth year. Yes, that's 137.5 total. Versus 96 million dollars for four years well he's so saying 100 it, oh it's 25 million and now for, for five years no no tw- 25 <laughs> million so the the two things so on it's the either table. four years four years 100 million or five years 137 and a half million yes and you are 23 years old would like to get that fifth year i know you would i know you would feldman i've got i've gotten it i've gotten it most of the time so far all right let's see why don't we make it no, five th- years? Those are your two options. No further negotiation. Pick one. Wow. This this is a guy. This is a guy. Like he he is honestly. He feels as very I would comfortable do, going into. I would do either one. I would do either one of these, and I'm not sure which one is better. That's my question now. <laughs> and and so you have successfully convinced me it's either one of these. These are the offers. So I'm not negotiating anymore. You, I I believe that. So I'm just thinking. I don't know which of these is better. Is it worth an extra thirty seven and a half million dollars to get? 
hit that fifth year? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I think we're at, yeah. All right. Five years, $137.5 million. What do you think, Danny? I like it. Uh, um, I'm not all the way into Vassell like Nate is, but I'm close. And he is more malleable than some of these other guys that have gotten significant money. And the other point that I was that I was wondering if Nate was going to make it is that not only can you make the argument that he's better than those like yay points guards that got a lot of money, he's also doing it a year later. And so that means a higher proportion of his contract will be in the next salary landscape. And that makes a big difference here, too. And that's why I think that the five year deal is is the one that was Feldman was correct to take yeah and and Devin Vassell can uh, give you some yay points a little bit too if you need that uh, oh now, yeah I actually personally am a little bit lower on Vassell than I would say a fair amount of people uh, seem to be uh, I'd say people with more of an analytics bent seem to like him uh, maybe more than me but I I still feel though as though that's uh he's if you can shoot pretty well and defend, I mean, this is just and have some ball skills like this is just kind of the going rate at a minimum. So we'll see. Yeah, it's a, I think you made the right decision too there, Dan, uh, particularly because in the early years, their books are so clean paying another two point five million per year. It's not going to matter. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to hash it out now, but maybe this would be even somewhat front loaded. Yeah, no, that, that would probably I mean, yeah, the Spurs are at even if they yeah, sign I mean, what, this deal, they've what, got 40 one way in space. Nick, one way of thinking about this is that if you like front load it, only the final two years of Vassell's deal are when Wembenyama would be on his next contract. So like they, they, they that's kind of the time frame that we're dealing with here. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Okay, who's up and next? Also, no, also none of Kelton Johnson's. Um, next is Kyra Lewis. This will be passed. We can't offer you anything right now. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll see who he gets traded to and whether he gets waived, and maybe we can revisit the discussions. <laughs> <laughs> Number 14 pick, Aaron Neesmith with the Pacers. Uh, quietly was kind of solid last year. Uh, came around some. Um, I'm not sure exactly how much of a footing he has in a in what role in the NBA. Um, but he was all right. And so uh, we're willing to take on some of that, that risk on our end. And we were thinking four years, $36 million. You know, I think that's a, a pretty fair offer. Uh, the analog I had in my mind actually came up earlier in the show. Uh, Nasir Little as, a, you know, a guy, I mean, Neesmith did start for them, but, you know, probably not really a starting level player. Isn't going to start this year. They just brought in Bruce Brown over the top of him. You know, hasn't really played at a starter type of level. You know, more of a 2-3 than a 3-4, which is what he was kind of forced into being a year ago. But finally actually made a few shots, and he does provide some athleticism and uh, some very athletic fouling. Uh, as well but you know a guy who has some potential and i think you know for a team that's trying to develop i think that's actually a reasonable deal and i will take it uh because that that's basically kind of the evolutionary nasir little uh, under now i don't i mean little to me has more physical tools and he's a little more valuable due to his size but neesmith probably produced a little bit better so i, I thought this actually w- was pretty reasonable all right we can move on and i agree totally reasonable deal um, yeah and, and you know by to, the way just for okay. for those of you listening like I'm just I'm not gonna put the screws to Dan on on Aaron Neesmith that that was in the range of what I was willing to accept so I I, I just took it oh this is an interesting one it is Cole Anthony the 15th overall pick is on the Orlando Magic and as the Magic here we 
you did last year. It's notable that you did back up than a starter because we're getting close to our full complement of guards that we're hoping to add another couple over the years. Our our benchmark here is the non-taxpayer mid-level, which is about $12 million right now. So we would offer you either three or four years at that $12 million per. If you start to get beyond that, then we're going to start then, – then the years might start to get more complicated. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I I believe I could be a starting point guard somewhere. And you know, I, I think that that's the type of offer that will be there for me in restricted free agency. If you kind of see how things played out with Kobe White, for example, this is basically around what, what he got. I don't think that there's a reason. I think I can have a really good year this year. And I think the team's going to be a lot better. Uh, and so I... And uh, I think, Cole, one I more, think like one that kind of this will be my this will be my last offer. Okay. Four years, sixty four millions. That's sixteen per. <laughs> yeah, I gotta think real hard about that one. Real hard about that. One. I as Nate Duncan, I would absolutely take that. Cole Anthony, I think kind of maybe has some higher aspirations for his career, and that they're you know, they've drafted a, a point guard over the top of of him that he's better than. Didn't start any games. Like yeah, they drafted I, I, a guard over him. They've drafted a guard over him. Too Two, was it two or three years in a row now? <laughs> yeah, with Anthony Black coming in too. Yeah, I kind of forgot that as well. Yeah, no, I got it. I got to take this. Uh, even even if I might at some point be a, a starter, and I kind of, quite frankly, don't necessarily want to be there. Uh, I, you just you got to get paid if, if you're offering that. Yeah, and he does have at least a little different skill set that they need of just someone who can fill it up a, a little bit more. You know, that's not as much Markel Fultz. That's not as much Anthony Black. Certainly is not Jalen and sug i'll tell you that so yeah i I mean this is one i don't think gets done but i if you're gonna make me that offer i gotta take it yeah it seems pretty fair to me i i'm not sure cole anthony in real life would would go for that because i I do believe he has some higher ambitions Uh, but i can see him locking that money i don't think that would preclude him doesn't he have to though dan i i mean like i i was i I was trying to mirror his feelings i'm just like man that's enough that you just like given his situation i think there's a lot of downside risk for him this year so i i agree with that i think it's a nice in-between number in terms of uh, for the Magic, they can still not make him their main point guard and it's a reasonable salary within their structure. And also for him, it's a number where he can, you know, as we know, sometimes your playing time, sometimes rule is based on your salary. It's a number where maybe he's on a different team or maybe the Magic situation changes or or whatever. It's a number where he can credibly be a starting point guard too. Yeah, and that also reduces if, if you start it low, that actually reduces what his cap hold would be, which would be about 17 million so if they they want to do something with cap space next year uh this i mean they could also just non-tender him but i don't know if they would go that route so uh this doesn't really hurt that i mean they they even with his his cap or or this number on the books they still could create 65 cap space that seems all right isaiah stewart is done poku Yes, number 17 pick Alexei Pokashevsky from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, has not shown much in the NBA, came in very raw, still looks pretty raw. Maybe has had some flashes. Uh, as the Thunder, we're not sure if you're a keeper. We are open to doing, you know, something l- long term with multiple unguaranteed years on the back end. Uh, just to keep you in our pipeline, we could end up waiving you. Uh, and even during a guaranteed portion of like, I don't know, something like four years, $26 million. So how much of this would be guaranteed? This is, this is basically, uh, so we would guarantee ru- ru- uh, the first two years. So, you know, we could say roughly 13 million guaranteed. So six and a half million a year. Yeah. I think I, I think I got to take that again. One, I don't think gets done, but the reason it doesn't get done is I, I don't think the thunder, 
Thunder are even trying to offer him that. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's worth the team control a little. I mean, my offers would basically something like that or nothing. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's and that's you know it's not like that six and a half billion over these two years is going to like fuck up their books somehow. So right. might as well keep him around and or maybe you could trade him to a team that might be interested. He could be some salary filler. They don't have a ton of that, frankly. Yep. Um, I guess they got Bertans, but after the next year they won't. All right, that was exciting. Uh, Matt, Matt's here. <laughs> Josh Green, can we use that as a template for our negotiation? <laughs> no, I fear visible. not. What, what is your we're, offer, Maps? Um, we were thinking twenty million a year, um, and then we would bump that up because we understand that the fifth year is valuable. We could do twenty-two million a year if you want to do five. So it'd be four years, eighty million, or uh, five one hundred ten. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, I'll go for five one ten, please. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was, I thought I was going to be like fighting tooth and nail for something in the mid teens. Uh, I guess you're, I, I mean, he is probably going to start for them this year. You know, so I, like, I'm not saying that this is going to like guaranteed to not work out, but you know, he just doesn't have that great of a resume at this point. Um, but you know, definitely shot the three, uh, uh, better last year, but it's only on 169 attempts. And part of it, part of it for me also is I, I have this idea in my head of whether I'm how fully confident I am that an extension is going to get done. And with this one, I'm fully confident. Like that's just kind of the way the Mavs have done things. So I think he's going to get paid. Yeah. It seems like the Mavericks really like him. Um, I, I guess I'm a little curious. Uh, I, I like his track record of improvement. He he looked a lot more lost early in his career and has really come around to be a nice player. Um, I'm curious how he views himself, what he's going to demand. But I, I do believe the Mavericks really like him. Yeah, I think you're, you're right on that. I'm I'm just, especially when, when you consider how clogged their books are. Now, I do think, to me, this is almost really more about like the next couple of years and what the number is, because either they're going to get him and, and it'll probably work out, or they're just going to be in a whole new era and you know having him on your books either doesn't hurt or he's a value contract uh with the with that fifth year but yeah i mean 110 million guaranteed money and De- devin vassell is like banging his head against the wall seeing that he should got more <laughs> Mm-hmm. But uh, not every team uh, negotiates the same, I suppose. But the next team might negotiate some more lead to some other ones. <laughs> <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Atlanta Hawks are back with number 19 pick Sadiq Bey began his career with the Pistons now in Atlanta. As I'm looking at it, the Pistons had a choice. They could keep Isaiah Stewart or Sadiq Bey, and they chose to get rid of Sadiq Bey and pay Isaiah Stewart four years, $60 million. I understand the positional difference, but maybe that seems like somewhat of a baseline. Well, the Atlanta Hawks probably weren't interested in Isaiah Stewart and they weren't. No, sure. I'm just saying, I'm just saying we've got a, you know, highly respected NBA franchise that chose Isaiah Stewart over over Sadiq Bay, and so to me, that's what would be a franchise that's less respected than the Pistons at this point. Can we? <laughs> uh, at about this moment, maybe the Rockets. Uh, oh no, I think the Rockets maybe? are definitely more respected than the Pistons. Into like they would be way higher in my organization rankings than the Pistons would be. Uh, anyway, all right, that, that's an aside. Let, let's move on here. But uh, so you're looking at 16 million a year, basically. Is, that's the offer. Yeah. So I'm going to start for you guys this year at the four. 
And I, I think that's this is probably not enough for a, a starting four. Um, you know, I think the DeAndre Hunter on this team, you know, he starts at he's uh basically was what four for ninety. Um, you know, I do think there would be some interest in something like three years, fifty one million. Could we do that? I feel like, a, and especially after paying a Kongwu, I mean, we have a lot of money committed. And so yeah. we want to be a little bit careful. But when is when has that ever stopped you from just paying a guy and figuring it out later, or trading for a guy and figuring it out later as, as the hawk? And also, oh by the way, I don't know if you saw this interview, uh, but Tony Wrestler says that they absolutely can go into the tax. Yes, unfortunately, my boss Tony Wrestler says something very different than the Tony Wrestler <laughs> who does those interviews. Um, I'm not sure you're going to be our starting power forward. Who's going to be? It's possible. Uh, DeAndre Hunter with a smaller lineup. That seems unlikely. I may not be the closing power forward, although, you know, I probably, I might also just beat out DeAndre Hunter. I mean, it's, uh, it is possible. Yeah. I, I, th- I think if you want a longer term deal, the number starts with a two in front of it. If you are willing to go shorter for three years, we could do uh three years and 51. I think that's probably, that's probably the final offer. You're 24 years old. Yeah. That's so. part of why I wanted this shorter deal. Yeah. And, and I'm willing to take a little bit less to get it, which is usually, usually it's, uh, the opposite effect but with this rising cap situation I, I think it's a little bit more like i'm willing to take less to have it be short how about so i understand we need to pay more for a fourth year why don't we do four years 70 million evan turner money oh it, it is a different <laughs> world but uh yeah okay i think i gotta take right. that just haven't made enough money in, in my career um yeah I, I think i think i gotta take that this is i mean th- these are the dynamics that are gonna be really interesting i, I think you know some of these guys you could be in a situation where it's like man this this guy can't play like but it's not that damaging a contract but i mean 70 million dollars right now it's really tough to turn that down really tough to turn that down for for a guy like bay who's like you know kind of not even necessarily played at a starter level speaking of not necessarily the starter level raptors here precious chua you had a an intriguing second year um we've we've always liked your defense even going back to the time you were in miami your offense has waxed and waned two years ago you made a lot of your threes but you couldn't make twos last year you could make your twos but you couldn't make your threes but we've also added players on the top and we have a lot of uncertainty so we'll tell you at the outset that we're reluctant to agree to an extension now because we want to see how you play it. and in some ways more importantly we want to see what in the world our team looks like over the next 10 months so you're not making me an offer is that what you're saying no i'll make i'll make you we'll make you an offer we were thinking something in the like about eight million a year for two, for three years if you were if you were interested in that but we completely understand if you want to bet on yourself well so i mean chris boucher chris boucher my own team is making 11 i mean I, i'm thinking you know maybe not starter money but like clear you know third big type of money in like the 13 million dollar a year range uh and how I, many years would you want that for you know i, I think that's that's like a, eh, I mean, I think we could, uh, you know, I think like Brandon Clark is another, another analog for me. So I, I'd be willing to go four years, I think. Okay. So four years at 13 million would be four for 52. Let's do four for 48 and have incentives that like incentives that can push it to 52 pretty reasonably, not, not minutes played or anything like that. We can even do team success if you want. Uh, that's a little scary, but okay. That, that seems or, or we could do, uh, I mean, we could do, you know, know block right we can we'll do we'll do like reasonable reasonable but not like easy incentives is that i don't think we need to get in the nuts and bolts i'm not i I mean the the type of the type of stuff that if if i hit them you'll be happy to 
pay me an extra million dollars. Yes. So, something exactly. But but that are also reachable at the same. Yeah. What do you think of that one, Dan? I'm not the biggest Precious Achua fan. Um, that seems okay. I think that's pretty reasonable. Like there, there's going to be somebody out there that likes him more than I do, and uh, yeah, that, that seems about fair. Like I, I think he, I like him as a third big more than as a starter. But I'm, you know, and Achua notably, he'll turn 25 before he plays his first game on his next contract. He's 23 right now. He's turning 24. Um, actually, later this week, early next week. Who's next? Number 21 pick, <laughs> Tyrese Maxey of the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Philly here. Your cap hold is going to be about $13 million. Uh, we would happily offer you an extension that starts at the same amount with max raises. And uh, assuming you don't want that, uh, let's revisit this in the summer. <laughs> Yeah, it seems that way. I, you know, it's been reported, of, of course, for those who might have missed it, that uh, Maxi and the Sixers have uh, agreed that they're just going to table discussions. I mean, I that I wouldn't love that as Tyrese Maxi, considering that you know Daryl Morley would obviously never agree to any <laughs> sort of a uh, illegal contract uh, ahead of time or give any sort of in- intimation of what he might be willing to pay in such a contract. And in fact, leaked investigations have even confirmed uh, that that is the the case but just like what do you given the sixers situation I mean, maybe we can talk about this for like a couple of minutes of just if you were philly like is there a number that he would have to take that would make you be willing to uh to forgo some cap space or is there just no scenario i thought about that very briefly and then i ultimately landed on i i think daryl Morey is just such a a go for it all kind of uh gm team president that i, I just don't think there is like i i think it's it's trying to have it all yeah i mean and i think there's some question to me still you know is Tyrese Maxey a Jordan Poole Tyler Hero Anthony Simons type or is he way better than those guys that that to me is an open question uh given because he still is it shoots the ball pretty well has some speed but you know not really a great distributor not really great defender although I thought he took some strides in that area time last year and so if you're Philly are you just like is the price of this like we're just gonna pay you the max like that's how we're gonna kind of keep you happy you know Andre Drummond Kawhi Leonard style though Kawhi ultimately wasn't too happy with that arrangement as it as it turned out but hey you know you got a couple of 60 win seasons under your belt because they got lamarcus aldridge because you they ended up waiting so yeah i mean i think philly's doing the right thing here uh because there really there isn't you know okay if it was like he's willing to take something that started like 20 million a year but yeah once you're getting up to like i mean i don't think he takes anything less than something starting with like 30 million so even to get him for like 5 million less than the max that the opportunity cost there is too high to to me uh so yeah i, if, I think they're doing the right thing here uh and I'm, if he if he says you know hey i don't love this but i'm on board for waiting but but just let's just imagine he would do something starting at 20 million dollars as philly would you do that i kind of think i, I kind of think they wouldn't as philly would, oh sure i'm not sure yeah i think i, I think that it, it, yeah. like i mean you the cap, that's when you only lose seven million in cap space you can finish, yeah. like you just say okay we're definitely trading pj Tucker. yeah right right exactly you could you could stretch him you could wave paul reed like you you can seven million dollars any team just about can can create that and also by the way the other thing dan too is it makes him way harder to trade if you extend him so uh yes that's that's Uh, it really seems like uh they're not going to trade him though but yeah but yes 
Okay, next up is Zeke Naji in Denver. Unfortunately, Zeke, you're not negotiating with Danny LaRue. You're negotiating with Danny Booth. And Calvin, <laughs> Danny Booth has not been as enthusiastic about your role with the Nuggets and has consistently signed guys to, to put above you as the backup center. So we're open to bringing you back in restricted free agency should this season go well and making you a qualifying offer. But we don't really have an offer right now because these deals don't get done. Yeah, okay. I mean, if that's your position, fine. I, I think this is one that actually has a chance of getting done at kind of that you know eight million a year maybe some team protection on the end nine million a year team protection on the end type of level i don't think they're i'm just gonna get done yeah i mean they're counting on him right uh <laughs> i mean this is also interesting uh zeke dodge's agent is adam pensack who also did the nasir little deal. Ooh. now obviously it depends on on who the player is but so so that's again you we don't need to belabor it too much uh but it, this is one that I actually it wouldn't wouldn't totally shock me particularly because you know I think he, he would like to get some protection he's had some injuries and for Denver like if they really I mean I think this is one where hey come in let's see how he looks in camp if he's like yeah this guy's going to be you know our third big this year uh you know there's also we'll see whether that you know how Peyton Watson fits into that equation too they'll want to see how he's shooting the ball uh Leandro Bolmaro is uh no longer in the NBA RJ Hampton has bounced around quite a bit he uh had his option decline so that leaves us now with Emmanuel quickly in New York. Where should we begin, Mr. Feldman? All right, Nick's here. Uh, you know, you've you've produced well for us. Um, you know, we're getting down in the draft where guys have not made as much money. Uh, um, we seem to be fairly generous with resigning our guys to movable contracts. We love to throw team options on the end of those. Uh, we were thinking uh, $21 million a year for five years with a team option. God, these five years. So I I think quickly should have been six man last year. Didn't didn't get it. Uh, Average 15 points, 37% from three defends at that position. Pretty well play on or off the ball. And that's a pretty valuable player. Like I I don't think he has superstar potential, but this is a guy who I think can be a, you know, the 20th best starting point guard in the NBA. Now on this team, that's a little bit different, right? Uh, And there's also the possibility of being traded as well. I'll tell you what, Nick's, if you make that a player option instead of a team option, you got a deal. Seems to be pretty far outside our mo no i don't think we can do that no i i think we're we're paying a large salary probably a, a larger salary uh than you ever thought you would get when you were widely projected as a second round pick what does that have to like, do with anything success- fred van vliet just got a this is a success That's story not to do with anything not on his second contract you you play you become an all-star on your second contract we will we'll probably give you the max on your third contract <sighs> any other structures you can come up with i i can't like into a team option five years from now like that it's just not gonna like, like again if you're if you're like that that, that I think is like a reasonably fair per year number. So but again, as I noted, the fifth year. I'm sorry. What if we just did five years, 100 million straight, no team option? I would do four for 80. Five no, for no fifth year. I like I it just locking in here. All right, I'm good. I can get paid. It's just I can't be behind Jalen Brunson my entire career. Like if that's how it plays out, if I don't get traded by then, like I need the ability to go somewhere else and be you know a real starting point guard somewhere. So like yeah, I got to get paid here. I, yeah. What, what if we just did five 105 no option and i think we've shown to be the type of front office that is not going to keep players uh you know just stuck in situations they don't want to be in we got obi top into a good situation with the pacers like we've proven to be a very player friendly front 
office. No, I, th- I think four for eighty is it. Don't want don't want that fifth year unless it's under my control. Not not on this guy. But you are twenty four years old. Four for eighty. Okay, we will do the four for eighty. Yeah, this this is one where locking in for five years for a starter level player who doesn't have a clear path to start that was and also who I think is you know probably I mean that's the thing too is like he probably is going to get traded somewhere else over the course of this contract or he'll start for the Knicks like you just you have and when you consider the the age as well so this is age 24 so now you're talking about either being a free agent at 28 or 29 and yeah I mean that just locks is for a small guard like you just he's got to get a chance to get like one more big payday to really get paid as a starter in his career like that fifth year could just I mean that that's it's as I said that's gonna be so fast like that's something that just can like this extension could just be it like this could like wipe out your chance to get like market rate later in your career if you're not careful and and for this type I mean, you of can, guy, he's just got a lot of upsides i don't i don't know i mean i really like him as a player of what he provides right now i mean i think we agree he does not have star upside um i just really like what yeah, he is but, but what's think um, of what you know 20 million a year is like you know mediocre starting point guard money now and i think he's already at that level so what is that going to be five the, years from now I, I think some of these starting point guards getting paid that who you're thinking of mediocre and maybe i'm thinking of as mediocre i'm not sure the team agrees they're mediocre the team that's paying them i i would also say you could you could spin the other argument the other way of uh because he's a backup that's why he's got to take the guaranteed money he can get um oh no i, I, I think have, he's I a, got I, a lot of fans around the league i, I think and I mean, he I'm just he a, fits in too many places I, I i have a question for uh nate the agent maybe i heard this in your tone a little bit uh i got a lot of five-year deals out of you in this i, I and this one you really drew a hard line as you look back on as we've gone through this exercise are you regretting some of those five-year deals earlier let's let's save that to the end we can we can talk okay. about that okay uh we're, we're running a little short on time here let's let's finish up and maybe we can save that for another pod too but yeah i mean that that is it's a very interesting question i mean that that cba change i think did not get nearly enough attention yeah peyton pritchard danny we are now after the marcus in our trade we're expecting you to to have an opportunity to play in our like to, to get an opportunity to shine but we kind of want to see it and as you know our books are deeply impacted with Jalen Brown signing the extension. If you wanted to do something, I've, I don't know if you've heard conversations about the biannuals. So that's a little a little bit under five million a year. We could potentially do that for a couple of years. Otherwise, no deal. Yeah, no, forget it. We'll see in restricted free agency. I mean, you're uh, you got to get up to eight figures a year, particularly because I just have not had really a chance to play. I mean, there I think I'm going to get to play more this year. I'm going to prove I'm a solid third guard, and that then I'm going to really regret taking that. How is this Feldman again already? Should we just give this one to Danny? Because because you Dan and no. I have been talking the whole time. I enjoyed this. I like being peanut gallery. Um, but was was so we'll mention Udoka Asbuki. He was the twenty seventh pick. He is no longer on a rookie scale contract. So that's why now it is Jaden McDaniel's the last marquee first round guy who is unsigned as of now. Five years, one hundred million dollars. It's a big number. It looks real good in the in the leak. And uh, you know, here we obviously have a lot of uh front court money already uh handed out but we believe in you as a defender think your offense can can continue to develop and could be uh, we want you to be a long-term piece well then you're gonna have to increase your offer by 50 percent what oh yeah he's uh jade mcdaniels has has more
more respect around the league, I would say, than Devin Vassell. I, 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 that's, and he got so five. What, for what did we give Vassell? Five years, 120? Uh, five for 137 and a half. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. My offer was five, five for 137. We would, we would match the Devin Vassell. I think that was a precedent set. Um, we would match that. Yeah. Well, as I said, that's like the floor. I'm better than Devin Vassell. So if you want five years, you're going to give me 150 million guarantees. I mean, you haven't made as much money as Vassell so far. You did break your hand punching a wall in the postseason. Yeah, I didn't know it was there, though. I thought I was sure, punching. I just, thought I was punching a curtain. I can't, you can't punch we, a curtain. Am I supposed to know the geography <laughs> of the target center that well? Um, Vassell ha- ha- has scored more points per game than you. Uh, I, and I understand what you're saying about yeah. better players. I, I mean, Jaden McDaniels but, is. But we know that matters. I mean, Jaden McDaniels is on like one of the handful of the best young defensive league uh, uh, wings in the league. He's got great size. He provides some rim protection. Like he's like one of the best combo forward defenders in the league right now and he's pretty passable as a shooter and i think he can get better there so i that's his i mean you know this is this to me is like you know especially when you consider that you want five years yeah i mean five years uh 150 would be the least i would take over five years if we're talking four years you know again i might be able to go a, a little bit lower than that you know i might be willing to do uh you know 27 and a half a year over four years but if it's five years it's 30 why, why don't we do five years one 40 and you can put out you know you got the the biggest you know you got the bigger extension than Vassell you can sell it as the success no that's that's it that that is the five five for or a 150 that that if you want five years you're going to be paying me over 30 million dollars in that last year we could do five years 140 and we we could do in set reasonable incentives to 150 uh playoff success is there a way to just replay what i said 20 seconds ago <laughs> i mean you're gonna be the one editing this so yes Um, you're saying under no circumstances, no way to structure a five-year deal for less than 150 guaranteed. Uh, if you give me a player option, there is. Huh. I don't hate that. How old are you right now? You are 22. Going to turn 23 later this month. Hmm. If we did five years for a player option, what the salary would be. Maybe like 135, somewhere in there. 135. So what, what would that be? That's, uh. That'd be 27 a year. Is that an offer? With a player option, man. Wolves do have tax. You offered me. You did offer me twenty-seven and a half with just straight four years. So I, I, I'd have to do less than that. Um. So if it's twenty-seven and a half at four years, be one ten. Four for one ten. I give us four for one hundred five. We'll we'll back off this fifth year. We see you. You are very opposed to it. We'll do four for one hundred five. Nah, it's got to be one (laughs) ten. I feel when I see that, I'm like, man, like Cam Johnson is getting around there you know that's like barrett is getting there maybe a little bit more like jane mcdaniel is better than those guys more valuable and he he's like an elite three d type player particularly you may recall tim conley how desperate you were to keep me out of the rudy gobert deal to the point that you gave up three more first round picks apparently just to keep (laughs) me out of it (laughs) all right we'll we'll do four one ten Okay, deal. I think this I actually, is one that I've been circling. Yeah, what what do you think, Danny? Because I, I feel like I didn't I should have held out for even more. Generally speaking, the defense is the calling card wings go for less than we expect. I mean, OG got a player option, so that was part of why his annual value was lower. Mikhail Bridges, like I just picked it as the best 
non-match scale contract in the league the last time we did it. But I think they're getting more appreciated. So I, I think this is on the low end of reasonable. So like I, if Jaden McDaniels took this, I wouldn't crush him for doing so, especially because restricted free agency next year is going to be very weak. But I also could see him absolutely getting. Yeah. Or maybe I even should have been willing to like take a little less and try to get a three plus one or something. But uh, I mean, all right. Well, I guess I, I when you take a deal like this, you're never going to feel great about it. That's how it's supposed to work. Um. All right. Same. We got. Yeah. Well, well you know who would you know? who would feel good about it like that malachi flynn because i'm not offering you anything <laughs> very well at bet 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every goal every game every point every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bet 365 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Desmond Bain is five years, just slightly less than the max. And so that now uh, leaves us with one, actually, another rookie skill guy who actually was not in this draft, Chuma Keiki. And uh, this actually should should be Danny uh, because uh, he did the other Orlando guys or he did uh, Cole Anthony. Sure, I could. That, that's not that's not a problem. I could do that. Um, I, I think the problem for for us is that stuff is significant because you were drafted high in part because we knew you were going to take it, take that year to recover from your torn ACL is that we don't know exactly exactly what your role is going to be on this iteration of the magic. So like we could do something more in that like biannual range if you want to mitigate some risk and just that you know that'd be a lot of money for you. But if you want 10 million a year, 8 million a year, you're going to have to wait. Yeah, I think so. I think this is one that that just doesn't get done with the the health problems that that he's regrettably had and some of the other mouths to feed they have at, at power forward and uh yeah. So I mean, you know, something something along the if I were him, you know, something along the lines of like maybe, you know, 7 and a half million a year over four years first two years guaranteed would have been something i might have considered but um all right thank you for giving that one to danny we've made it through all the first round players and i reached a deal with every single one of my players except for tyrese Maxey. wow maybe maybe it's a new era well i mean that that fifth year now, again now, man now that, now that dan now that dan is in the dunked on prime family he <laughs> slightly less antagonistic <laughs> Well, you know, I do think uh, I do predict more are going to get done this year because of this five year thing and this rising cap thing, because I, I think mm-hmm. the dynamics are the teams are going to realize, hey, like this, these aren't that bad. We've got for the first time in a while, the teams really have some like significant upside because remember, the cap's been flat really for the last three, four years, relatively speaking. So you're now the teams have more upside and the players still I mean, the dynamics of it are that like just to get this much money guaranteed is, is so massive. Uh, any of these second round undrafted guys who are coming up that uh you guys want to make offers to uh grizzlies here yeah Xavier yeah Xavier tillman we would like to offer you uh three years 26 million dollars um i would only take something that is eight figures i think i think i'm going to start so a three years portion th- 30 million would you say three years 30 million three years yeah we would do that <laughs> All right. Well, well, you better not offer twenty nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine because that's not eight <laughs> figures per year. I guess it would be rounding up, but um, yeah, I think I got to do it. Damn it. The the thing about this, so I think that's first of all totally reasonable terms. That's so bizarre. Is if these were acceptable terms for Xavier Tillman and the Memphis Grizzlies, they absolutely should have structured it by like declining that option and including a portion of that money for this year. Probably front loaded it. It would have been 
made so much more sense. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. But yeah, I mean, and this this makes me think that somehow these are not acceptable terms. I, I don't know which side is uh, finds it unacceptable. <laughs> right. That is the mystery because it seems very fair to me. Seems like it's good for both sides. Anybody else? I'm I'm the I have the Pelicans for this part of it, and I'm very I'm I'm interested. So like, can we have a, an exploratory conversation with Jose Alvarado? You we have a team option. Or sorry, tech, yeah, a non guaranteed team option for you in 24-25. We could absolutely at that point, you know, so so we could agree to we could agree to an extension in a couple of different formats. Like we could do something like what the Clippers did with, uh, or or the Zeno Gafford is probably the more direct analog here um, with the Wizards. Um, or you know, like you could get that rate, you could get that raise a year earlier, presumably by waiting until twenty four, and that allows us to understand. But so we just want to know, like, what kind of a deal would you accept now to just get it done? Yeah, this is tough. Having just been on a, on a minimum, a little older player, uh, couldn't finish the year last year due to injury, and this year is still technically non guaranteed. Next year is non guaranteed and a team option. I mean, your books are pretty impacted for next year, pal. So I'm guessing you're probably not willing to offer me enough in the first year if we go the decline the team option route so we're probably looking at something that would kick in you know terrence Mann, daniel gafford style after two more years i mean i think something in the i think i'm kind of you know about where terrence Mann was at that point and then you consider that everything has been going up since then you know i think something like i mean the most we could do is what three extra years right now so like Correct. three three years three years 42 million we were thinking three for 35 or 36 so that makes it a 12 million a year um is that close enough that you would accept it or where is is 42 more of like a hard line i i don't think so i i really i was kind of gritting my teeth even when i said 42 i mean like jose alvarado might be like a really good third guard um yeah, I, to, to to break the fourth wall here briefly, like this is one that I was really torn on because like it is it, it could be a time to like strike while the iron is hot and the deal just looks really team friendly in time. But the Pelicans books are just so messed up that I'm like, oh, would they really commit like four, 13, 14 million to a guy who's they're not intending to start, even if he's closing yeah. games for them right now? No, you're right. And I think for that reason, this doesn't get done. They, they will maybe start to get some relief. God, they still have that McCollum deal. They've got an Ingram extension coming up too i mean that's yeah I, I think they will feel pressure to just like this this is when they probably revisit it next summer and you know it, maybe they could do the decline the team option at the point there's really no reason for the pels to want to rush this at this point yeah naji marshall probably same situation it, it would seem although yes. he's he is not restricted neither I, th- I don't think alvarado is either when, when it, the, if, no, Alvar- so. if alvarado's team option is picked up he is unrestricted yeah yeah so that could be a little bit of a little bit of leverage for uh, both sides but yeah i, I don't think this gets done same thing with Najee Marshall um who else is out there Clippers here yeah uh TJ Martin haven't earned much haven't accomplished all that much but uh we would like to do four years 40 million dollars hmm. well you'll know I'm gonna be unrestricted next year yeah if you not give sure me that, that offer is gonna be out there for you in free agency if you give me that 40 million over three years we got a deal no we can't we can't do that I mean we, we could we're open to doing a three-year deal for around 30 million yeah I think this one I mean, it's worth noting too we haven't said this yet but that all of these deals can continue throughout the season jalen brunson style yes so i i think this is one where maybe the sides kind of see what his role ends up being whether 
or you know he really can fit on more of a a team that's really trying to succeed with some veterans and you know then i think he could probably significantly increase his possible earning power uh but also you know maybe it just doesn't work out and then he just goes somewhere else and understood free agency see i think like the neither side has enough information at this point in time uh but yeah i wouldn't want to lock into just 10 million a year probably yet if i'm if i'm kj mark and uh, i'm guessing uh this is going to land similarly but brandon boston uh we would be willing to offer you approximately like double the minimum salary uh for multiple years of team control um yeah i mean i think it would need to be something along the lines of like you know three years 20 million oh okay so we're looking at like half that no okay yeah again another one that if there's he starts to really play and look good or maybe gets traded could be revisited certainly anything else i'll note that i I, isaiah livers is interesting but as the pistons having that low cap hold and our potential cap space it would be hard to come to an acceptable term that would knock that kind of cap space off i could see him being somebody who negotiates something not to the level of mitchell robinson but where it's like it's done early but it's announced late so they can do the other stuff yeah i mean i i was thinking you know dean wade as a good comp for him sort of a back end of the rotation stretch three four can move his feet a little bit maybe can't shoot that well did i say that out loud um yeah we've got miles mcbride out there that one's probably not particularly realistic at this point aaron wiggins another one where just given how in flux okc is you don't really see that happening so uh, i think we're about done here then um danny anything that really stuck out to you from this process the shifting dynamics with the fourth and fifth years because of the cap like i i'm completely convinced and i was like this before we did this but i'm even more convinced that there are going to be deals that one or the other side really deeply regret like two three years from now and that's going to be fun because it's not just on one side or the other i think it will be both like oh why did i sign up for fifth for five years the cap is like 210 million and i'm getting like a pittance compared to what everybody else is getting and so but remember that the incentives for the players sometimes they they're risk averse they want to get the money and also for their representation mm-hmm. because you agree to that if you agree to the contract now you get a cut of that and if they you know they could change agents in a year they could potentially do that and so i think we could see some agents pushing for longer contracts and saying hey this is life-changing money and players being like oh okay and then being mad four years from now yeah on the other hand i, I mean there, there are two dynamics for the agents one is that the other one is what gets you fired ironically it's like signing to a long-term deal that ends up being way under market like that's that's the biggest thing that i think gets you fired and also can be used against you in recruitment where i don't think that's really fair but the reality is that that happens sometimes whereas you know if you pull a if you, the guy who has the extension offer that's pretty good doesn't take it and then flames out you know shabazz muhammad style or whatever like that agent never actually ends up facing the blowback for it whereas if you sign a guy to life-changing money that is still ending up being quote-unquote not enough five years from now that actually looks worse but i agree with you danny i think it's more both for the agents and the players like this is this is a situation where it's maybe even a little more football style where it's like hey man especially for these lower drafted guys like this is just so much money like you have to take it i think we are gonna i think we're gonna see more kind of team friendly ones uh then that's that's why with the guys like Vassell and mcdaniels that i really believed in i thought i drove a pretty hard bargain i'm those those ones are me so fascinating to see where they come for sure like those are the two guys i'm very focused on so should we go through one I, more time and just say say what everyone got uh, unless you had anything else before this dan sorry if i interrupt well, I, was, I was gonna say i'm gonna publish the cap sheet for dunk down prime subscribers i don't know if this is gonna be a free episode also but 
we could make that recap uh, just more convenient for subscribers too, if you want. Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, let, let's just go through it with what we got. Uh, James Wiseman, we did not get a deal. Uh, although I, I thought the offer was reasonably generous, I still turned it down because I thought James Wiseman would just be that way. Uh, Isaac Okoro, we got to three years, forty-five million. Anyaka Kangu, I'll just let you guys say it as 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 I say the guy's name. Five years, eighty-three million dollars with a player option. Then Dan, Dan suggested it. You suggested the player option. That has to be a first <laughs> for any time in any dunked on mock that Dan Feldman suggested a player option. Uh, with some incentives, semi-attainable to get to $88 million. Yeah, I guess so let's just do only the ones that actually got, got a deal for, for time's sake. Who's next here? Obi Toppin with the Pacers, three years, $48 million. Devin Vassell with the Spurs, five years, $137.5 million. Yeah, it really Aaron is all Neesmith you and me. with huh? the Pacers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Neesmith. Like, yeah, like just skipping past Danny's. Even Aaron Neesmith with the Pacers, we have a deal. Four years, thirty-six million dollars. All right, Anthony, Danny's on. Cole Anthony, four years, sixty-four million. Alexei Pukashevsky, four years, twenty-six million dollars with the last two unguaranteed. Josh Green, the fastest negotiation, five years, one hundred and ten million. Sydney, four years, seventy million dollars. Precious Chua, four years, forty-eight with incentives to push it to fifty-two. Emmanuel quickly, four years, eighty million dollars. Jaden McDaniel's, four years, one hundred. $10 million. Xavier Tillman, three years, $30 million. Okay. This was fun as always, guys. I, I can't believe we actually made it through it. I think this is going to be the year, particularly with this monkey wrench of the fifth year. I think we're going to be way off on some of the, uh, with both this, the rising cap under the new labor agreement and the fifth year. I think we're going to see some, I mean, I thought some of these were a little bit wild uh, in either direction, just in terms of not getting an offer or uh, as much as I was offered, I was like, yeah, I'll take this immediately so yeah i i uh i feel less confident about our ability to predict these i felt last year i felt like we were pretty spot on on most of them this one i don't feel that way at all i i know you said in both directions do you think it's going to be uh more that we skew too low or too high or or just all directions i don't know what do you think danny i think i think it's going to be different in each negotiation i think uh, so for me the the key ones that i'm going to be watching relative to our stuff josh green like that Mm -hmm. they the Mavericks really like him. Are they willing to play hardball there? Um, Isaac Okoro, kind of a similar thing. Like these players who the teams probably want to retain, but are they willing to commit right now to the money there? And then, of course, Jaden McDaniels. Like Jaden, the Jaden McDaniels one is probably of the remaining extensions my most interesting. I think, I think we're, we're going to yeah. skew too low. Overall. Too low. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's my guess. But it's just a guy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think like quickly is another fascinating. Now, there are a lot of guys who haven't necessarily quite established themselves. There's sort of been like, all right, maybe they had starter production, but they haven't really started. Uh, Oh, did you say you didn't say Patrick Williams? Did you, Dan? Did we skip him? We did. Uh, no, I think that was uh, yes. Uh, Patrick Williams. We ended up at five years, five. ninety-five million dollars with incentives. Yeah, say say five, five years, a hundred. It was five five for ninety base, five for ninety-five with incentives. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, there's a lot of guys who are like kind of drafted high, have potential, maybe haven't produced like Williams or a Kongu. Arguably, has produced the level of starter. I I don't know if I necessarily buy that personally. Um. 
you know, like Toppin, he's sort of like, you know, a starter light, you know, getting paid that way with, with this. Even someone like Vassell, like he's shown some potential. He plays a really valuable position. McDaniels, yeah, really good on defense, but can he get better offense? Like there's there's none of I none of these deals am I like, this guy will for sure outperform. I mean, that's kind of how it's supposed to work, right? Yeah, I'm just looking through them all. I, I think I agree with that. I, I don't see one where it's absolutely going to be a bargain. I actually, or I don't yeah. know if I see any that are absolutely going to be an overpay. No, uh, but some of them are going to. We just don't know which ones yet. I, I think actually, I would say. All right, let me ask you this uh, before we go. Who is the one guy? If you had to pick one guy that is most certain, not just the magnitude, but most certain that if this were the deal, we would say at the in the last year of that deal, man, that guy is way underpaid now. Who's your pick for that and, one guy? And and I assume we're just talking about uh, ones we negotiated here, not actual ones. Yes. Signed, right? right, right. I I have my pick. Will you guys answer? I um, I also have mine. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna go with Vassell. I'm gonna say quickly. Yeah. So Vassell was uh, five for one thirty-seven and a half, and yeah, quickly would have been my pick too, Dan. I think he's just gonna be a solid starting point guard, and twenty million for a starting solid starting point guard is just gonna be that's gonna be not that much. You know, it's gonna be like what twelve million is now. All right, that will do it for this pod uh, hope everyone enjoyed it if you are not a subscriber to dunked on prime i highly suggest uh, that you join up we'll be kicking into high gear in about a week and a half two weeks here going back to five days a week dan is uh, starting to write more and of course we're going to be finishing our outlooks for all 30 teams we've got about 10 of those in the books so far so you can of course go back and listen to those uh, if you haven't fully subscribed yet and uh, highly suggest giving that a, a shot uh, hope we get a chance to talk to you more and for those of you don't on prime subscribers great having you on board and can't wait to talk to you again tomorrow till then at bet365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every goal every game every point every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.